And other acoustic alternatives, this time again away from Grove Studios like the last time, though Grove, I have to thank them for what they've done for introducing me to the concept of doing a podcast. People encouraged me uh, during the pandemic when I'd lost my radio job, you should do a podcast. And I kept saying, no, we don't need another music podcast. There's so many of them out there. And then I did one. I'm like, oh, yeah, I miss that. <laughs> I miss talking to my friends and the people who come through town and tour. And I miss being able to support the shows that I want to talk about when they're happening. And I started doing it. And here we are now, again, outside of the Grove Studios. But have you been to Grove Studios, Jess? I have, yeah. So you know how cool the place is. I do, yeah. I actually, one of the songs I'm going to play today, I, I did a songwriting workshop and did some work on that song so <laughs> well very nice yeah. so this week's uh, well i don't know it's not necessarily a weekly podcast but this time we're talking to jess Merritt. she's got an upcoming show february 13th at the ark and the musical world first met jess mccummins as part of a duo in 2009 in fact a cd here in my hand uh, i was introduced to her amazing voice in the winter of 2016 and then I met Jessica Dell in 2019, Jessica Ober in 2020, and now I'm sitting here with Jess Merritt in 2023. <laughs> and I got a little confused along the way, but I think I got it. That's the only one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and as, as it turns out, Googling you is not as easy as I wish it was because there's a Jess Merritt who's a writer and has the handle Beer Babe Jess. And oh. hopefully that's not you. No. Um, but the Googleability of your name, I guess as an artist, is certainly an important part of it. So yeah. did you put some thought into that when you were picking... You know, I didn't. Um, I picked Merritt, so I changed my name many times, as you, <laughs> you mentioned, but I, my last name is Oberholzer, which is not very uh, marquee-worthy. <laughs> That's why Ober was one of them. So yeah, right. And then I decided to, uh, when I changed my name back to my maiden name, I uh, added a second middle name, because why not? Um, and I put Merritt in, because it was meaningful to me, just on a personal level. And Great. then, yeah. That's where you are. That's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> so if you Google Jess Merritt and the understory and add the E to story, uh -huh. because we don't spell it that way in America, right. um, it's a little more easy to find you. Uh -huh. So Yeah. Working on that. Branding is difficult. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the show is the 13th at the Ark, and uh, I'd like to hear a song. What would you like to start okay, with? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll start with a song called um, uh, family Stone. <laughs> Since that was the one that's in front of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Actually, no. That's I have a lot of stones. Stones, apparently. Stones and trees. It's the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Falling in footholds 
That is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Jess Merritt on Acoustic Alternatives, a song that actually you're a little ahead of me. I've heard, I've heard before. Okay. You did that one in the studio with me back in 2013 when you joined me at my radio station in Ann Arbor. I that, did, yeah. yeah. So we're going to circle back to that in our conversation. Okay. But I'm also glad you started with a family song because I wanted to ask you about growing up. Yeah. And where did you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in Chelsea. Okay. Um, and yeah, then... Graduated from Chelsea, came, moved here, went to U of M, <laughs> stayed here. A lot I of really, people do that. Don't a they? lot of people do. Yeah, it's a good spot. I like I like Ann Arbor, and uh, yeah. So I grew up um, in Chelsea. I have four younger sisters. I'm the oldest of five girls. So lots of ladies, <laughs> and I have two daughters. So okay. wow. when I found out that I was having girls, I was like, well, yeah, of course, because right. you know babies are girls. So that's <laughs> that's all that happens. <laughs> that's <what> happens. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm apparently out of place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is my norm. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. What what kind of things did you do as a child that were that could have led to ooh, almost knocking things yeah. over that could have led to who you are today? Yeah. Um so I've always been kind of like a weird like left brain, right brain human. I often like felt that it was conflict and didn't know how to decide and now I'm kind of coming to terms with being okay and embracing both of those sides. But um nerdy i did a lot of like math um <laughs> did the nerd camps those were those were fun uh where i went to like um engineering camp and things like that <laughs> um and then i i started playing piano when i was about six and uh did musical theater and and some different things like that so i've always i've always sung i've always wanted to um express myself through making things so music and sewing and um just, I really like making stuff. My, I, I like making things with my hands, so that's a big, a big deal. <laughs> if I had to like just pre-guess, I would have, yeah. I would have guessed nerd. Actually, okay. no offense, just because you're, you're, you're mean you're an intelligent woman, and sometimes those are nerds when they're yes. when they're kids. I would have probably also guessed somebody that was a bit more on the shy side and not yeah. a popular kid in school yep. and not a kid that did a lot of talking. Yes. And the fact that you were in musicals, though, I think that might have. Did that open a door for you? For me, I was in musicals as well, okay. behind the scenes for three, and then I finally got enough guts to try the fourth year. Yeah. It changed me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm not very used to talking. <laughs> and uh, it's something that I, I am still getting used to. I'm much easier singing than, than speaking. So it's my, it's my learning but going there. I'll let you sing more, but I do want to talk some. <laughs> okay. So six-year-old Jess is... is picking up piano because of you heard somebody who influenced you to play the piano which which of the hit makers of the day was it yeah no it was it was just my parents they, really? they thought you know we should have one of these and, <laughs> so and there it was there it was yeah this is actually the piano that i that i started playing on when i was six and I, wow. my parents now have a a new nice piano that is gorgeous and i have this lovely thing which you can't see um but it's it's quite beat up and very well loved and i it's very I close to my it. heart <laughs> i can see it because i'm next to it yes, but yeah it, it does have a lot of love on it <laughs> so i was kind of trying to figure out who your piano influences were mm -hmm. i mean the, the easy ones for most like as, as you think about piano players you, you, I mean, most people immediately think billy joel elton john oh yeah now carol king could have been one yeah. and i mean probably too early for i don't know exactly how old you are but uh -huh. well i'm me, almost 40. <laughs> okay that's right 40. i do know that because of the, the, the party yeah but for me growing up in my household hearing elton john yeah. from the room next to me i was also hearing barry manilow who, who was not really cited a lot as influential piano player mm. but i mean he was and richard carpenter of the carpenters yeah also a pretty influential piano yep. player but most people don't name them but they heard those things growing up so for you i wonder who it was like yeah. who, who, who are you kind of going oh wow they're doing it and they're on the radio. Yeah, Fiona Apple, for Fiona. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a huge Fiona Apple fan, and she kind of 
unlocked this world because I, I played a lot of classical yeah. um, piano before, and then that opened this whole world of like, oh, you can do different things and write your own music. And um, she's a huge inspiration. Yeah. Are you a Ben Folds fan? I do. I love Ben Folds. Yeah. He plays it more like a rock instrument. Yes. I mean, Fiona does too, but he like. Oh yeah. He was a drummer, so he uh -huh. he, he basically pounds the hell out of yes. it and jumps on it and. He's a, <laughs> yeah. he's a force. He is, yes. He's really hard on it. I've seen a number of live performances. I'm just like, that poor piano. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in an orchestra, actually, the piano is considered a percussion instrument. Right. So that makes sense for, for people to pound on them like they're drums, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> Was there ever any other career choice for you when you were in school and enjoying doing math or whatever subject you enjoyed? Yeah. Did you ever think, oh, I want to be a... Yeah, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to be. I still kind of don't in a way, <laughs> but I... Um, I ended up, I knew that I wanted to sing, and so I ended up going to school for, um, for vocal performance and also um, engineering. So I, I studied industrial and operations engineering and vocal performance at the University of Michigan. It was quite the combo, um, that left brain, right brain thing. Yep, <laughs> both working. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, and so now I work, yeah, in more of that engineering field. I work in med device, and, uh, but I still like to keep a creative outlet going, I feel like. Those are both important pieces of me and got to keep them rolling. Well, the creator output could be the music, but I also saw something about some stick walls that you're building. <laughs> Tell me about that. Because yes. <laughs> that seems creative as well. It is. Yeah, it is. That's been a whole thing. I started, so I have a, um, some woods and they face a street in Ann Arbor. And um, I started clearing the woods when we first moved into this house. My ex-husband and I, um, I started clearing the woods. So could use it it was just impenetrable honeysuckle forest <laughs> at the time Yikes. and uh started just making piles and then decided i wanted to do something more artful with them um so i started creating these kind of walls and uh, looked up this random method of building stick walls from uh holland <laughs> called talk and reel and kind of kind of did that so i have a lot of people who stop me and ask you know what the heck i'm doing and what is all these what are all these stick walls um and they wonder if it's like a paintball course or <laughs> something like no it's just it's just art oh, yeah <laughs> it's I, land art <laughs> do you take pictures of it and maybe like think about selling the photos maybe you, it I is have, your art yeah it is um I, I i'd like to i'd like to do more with it i, I have lots of ideas of what i want to do next so um we'll see i, I just enjoy being out in nature and making things and it's a good it's a good combo so i spent a lot of time <laughs> it's a cool i'm going to steal an idea from an interview i did two interviews ago uh -huh. because julianne ankley is also a painter and paints oh. some beautiful landscapes and things mm -hmm. and i suggested to her that as an additional item for her merch table she should turn some of her more popular paintings into puzzles oh. so if you took a picture of the thing that you created oh my gosh. and created a puzzle that was a specific you know just merit puzzle yeah. maybe that's a cool merch item because cool. it's yeah, your yeah. art i love it yeah yeah. Just trying to help. That's great. That's my. That's what I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and I love puzzles. So. There you go. Uh, so I, I did mention that we first met in in the studio uh, back in 2016, mm -hmm. as you were supporting a few years after it was released the album Tending Embers, mm -hmm. and also you did the song that you started with, and we talked about a forthcoming EP that. Still hasn't come. Still hasn't come. <laughs> but that song is on it, and that means that yeah. some of those other songs have survived, or are some of them still alive from that? Because that's been a few years. It has, yeah. Um, I don't play a lot of those songs and from the album anymore. Um, but or the Plan DP. 
Or the plan D2. Yes, still planned. <laughs> I so I made a I made a commitment to myself that I was gonna release something in my fortieth year on this earth. So I am doing the show on my birthday, and then I've got a year. So I work really well with deadlines. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to just self manage in that way. <laughs> yeah. Great. So how many songs are written, and what one would you like to do next? Sure. Um, I have uh, about five-ish um, originals that I'm that are newer that I'm that I'm working on and trying to record, and I will do Stones Alone next. Yeah. More stones. <laughs> More stones. <laughs> Jess Merritt's with me on Acoustic Alternatives. <laughs> this one's a guitar tune. This one's a guitar one. Yep. Stones Alone, new music from Jess Merritt on Acoustic Alternatives, a song that you will hear, I'm sure, on the 13th of February at the Ark if you decide to show up, yes. and that's what we're encouraging you to do today. A uh, full band show, not just you, a lot of friends, a lot of bandmates, and uh, mm. I was uh, hearing the song and remembering a conversation I had with another musical writing friend of mine who was trying to decide if it was 
bald-faced or bold-faced lie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's... I think it's bald face. I think it's bald face. But it could be bald face. I was just looking at my sheet. Like, what? <laughs> I don't. I, I, bald face. Is, I think, <laughs> or is it bald faced? <laughs> and I think we did. And I can't remember what we decided on when she asked me. But okay. anyway, <laughs> popped out of my head when you were singing. <laughs> Great song. I like that a lot. Thank you. And do you find that the difficulty, because it has been quite a few years since the last record, yeah. the difficulty in writing songs is because you're trying to manage. 95 job, children, and then, oh, wait, find time to do my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And and I've also learned over the years that it takes me some time and space from when things happen before I can kind of write about it. Um, I've been a little frustrated with myself, like with all the things that have gone on in, in the world and the pandemic and my life that I haven't been more um, writing more songs. But I think that part of it is just that it takes it takes me a little bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> What's the hardest for you, lyrics or the melodies? Um... You know, that the one the songs that I've written so far, like they've kind of fallen out of me and what I need to work on is more of a discipline around just kind of sitting down and working um more frequently instead of just waiting for lightning to strike, you know. But um usually usually the music comes second and the and the words come first and I I find some phrase and then I start playing with it and and use, write the music from there. Yeah. A lot of people do it that way. Yeah. Have you thought about collaborating with other writers just to get more things out? Yeah, I have. I'd are love there, to do that. Are there people in mind? Can you tell me? Um, <laughs> if well, you're allowed to. Yeah, no, it's um, Aaron Zindel and I um, play around a few sometimes. We always intend to do more, but um, we've we've worked on a couple of things over the years and um, would love to do. would love to do more. Yeah. She's lives around the street from me, and we're totally <laughs> makes sense. Awesome, yeah. And this is how I I first discovered you. Anyway, yes, you're, you're ahead of me in the interview phase, okay. but that's okay. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> um, Take a chance Tuesday, top of the park, mm-hmm. playing the ark. These are all things that were happening as the understory was building an audience. Yeah. Things kind of came to a screeching halt. Life gets in the way. Yeah. Pandemic gets in the way. Then yes. after that, so it's it's you're trying to build momentum again. You're rebranding yourself, and actually, this is where we tie in Erin because she's also rebranding herself, yeah, and yeah. you're doing a very similar thing with adding your name to the to the uh, front mm-hmm. of the band name. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense because that reminds us. Oh, that's right. We know who this is. Right. <laughs> Where'd she go? There she is. I found her again. Yes. Uh, and maybe just to confuse everybody, you should name the album Rolling Stones since you have to like, just, you know, like Google that. Right. Rolling Stones. Why, why, what about oh, it? Yeah. Um, it's very Googleable. <laughs> I actually noticed a very pregnant Aaron Zindel in one of the videos that was for the CD release party. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, oh, my oh gosh. I don't know that I saw her that pregnant. Yeah. I might have, but she, she might not have been doing much performing then. But right. You well, do have a lot of great musical friends. I do. Yes, yes. I, I really am blessed with a lot of great friends that are musicians, and, and my bandmates are amazing. I'm so excited to collaborate with them. The song that I just played on the guitar, actually, is one that um, has really come to life in a, in a new way with the whole band. And it's just very exciting things I wouldn't have thought of, you know, when we, we all get together and they're just, um, it's great. <laughs> I wonder how I can find out how that sounds. Oh, <laughs> yes. February 13th. Come, York. That's right. Come to February 13th. of the <laughs> It's a Monday. I know it's going to be cold, but what know, else are you doing? What on else are you doing on a Monday there's, night? There's no yeah. restaurants open. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. I know it's a kind of a non-traditional day for a show, but it's my actual birthday oh. that day. And so I, that's what I asked for. And, very good. It's just going to feel good. I'm planning on being there. <laughs> good. Who Great. will I see on stage with you? Yeah. So on stage, um, Abby, so far, Abigail Stoffer is off, opening up. Yay. She's going to be amazing. Love I love Abby. her. Worthy of a headliner herself. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then 
Uh, with me in the band is uh, Jenny Jones and Yosef Diaz, who I have been playing with for a very long time. Did I just see him yesterday yeah, at the Blue Lama? Yeah, he played Llama? Blue Llama last yes, night. Yes, he was yeah. great. Yeah, he was, he's amazing. <laughs> and uh, then newer, newer members are Brennan Andes, uh, TJ Zindel, and John Brown on drums. It's Pretty good band it's a there, good band. Jess. I know. You're I know. lucky. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but they're lucky because you have an amazing voice, and that was what drew me in. So Thank you. that memory of seeing you sing that Ebert and Friends show, whatever song it was yeah. that year, the 2016, and I was my jaw dropped. I'm like, how do I not know who this person is? I'm connected to the local music scene, and I don't know her. So I made a point. I beelined it to there she is. Go yeah. talk to her. And so that that's where it started for me. It's just seeing you live and belting out and just letting it loose. Yeah. Yeah, Unfortunately, you. we can't let you do any of your great covers that you do because I have to kind of think about the legality of right. reposting this. And right. I guess I didn't ask for your permission, but hey, we're reposting this. Uh, <laughs> you, by letting me into your home, I think is permission yes, enough. Yes, yes, you have permission. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so Abigail opening, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. Previous show, you had Antoine freaking Stanley oh as a special gosh. guest. Yes, that was amazing. I don't know how you pulled that off, <laughs> but congratulations on that. Thank you. Those are some great videos to yeah. watch. Uh, can you enlighten us on any of the special guests? Or do you want to keep them a secret? Yeah, well, um, Aaron, Aaron Zindel is going to be joining. And um, mm. that, and hopefully getting some extra folks in, involved in some of the songs that we're doing, like Abigail and, um, and the whole band. Okay. So, so no, like, <laughs> bomb-dropping Antoine Stanley. No, no. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Here comes Theo Katzman. What? <laughs> right. That would be just too too lucky, I guess. It would. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Maybe maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> so again, it's coming up February thirteenth at the Arc, thearc dot org for information. And is there a website for you yet with this new branding? No. So um, the easiest place to find me is on Facebook or on Instagram. So just Merritt in the understory, R E Y on understory, um, and or on Instagram at just.merit.music. Perfect. Yeah. Are you ready for a third song? Sure, yeah. Another piano one? Another piano one. Tell me about this one. Okay, so this one's, this one's intense, John. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> Shake it off. Get ready. Yeah, so this is, this is a song called Impermanence um, that I wrote uh, a while ago now. And is some of my songs, I, I feel like they're kind of like a therapy pill. Like I, I, I play them and it gets out a certain feeling or helps me kind of work through things. So this is a song I wrote after, um, well, a long time after uh, an assault that I experienced. And, um, and it helps me kind of work through those feelings and, um, and share with people who have also gone through something similar. So, yeah, this one's called Impermanence. I'm bracing myself. <laughs> is it going to be me and a gun, Tori Amos? Jarring. Oh, I don't know. You'll have to tell me afterward. Okay. <laughs> okay. I hope not. I don't think so. Yeah.
I was feeling things like my body was getting tingly and, and it might be because it's cold outside, but I don't think so. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank okay. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to talk after that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Thanks for that. There's a beautiful piano at the Ark that that will sound yes. wonderful. Oh I mean, gosh. not that this piano doesn't have its charm, but yeah. that piano oh, yeah. is awesome. So February 13th, the Ark, yep. you can see Jess do that impermanent song and probably cry. Um, <laughs> I mentioned to you pre-recording that you know I'm not, I don't have a sponsor right now. I'm not making any money doing this, but my payment is being three feet away from you while you're singing. Uh. I mean that not for this one, but just in general, like being being part of the the, the the cycle of helping people. Yeah, that to me, and that was like, oh, thank you, John. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Thank okay. You. Blow that off. So this CD I found as I was doing some like, oh, I don't have it with me. I want to try and listen to it at work. Yeah. So I'm Googling it to try and find a place to listen to it. And I don't have Spotify. Uh -huh. And I stumbled into the fact that it had been for sale at Walmart. Hold, did you even really? know that? No, I had no idea. Well, how did that happen? I don't, <laughs> you don't I even don't know. know. <laughs> That's kind of a big deal. Amazing. Unless it was in, I don't think they have like a resale thing. I don't, thing, yeah. But this is news. I have to look Google, into it. Like, 
I just wondered, like, how big did this album get for you that you were in Walmart? Uh, At least on their website. Okay. I, I don't know. Strange. Huh. All right, so. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about some favorite moments of the early, like, let's start with favorite moments from eBird shows. Because sure. that's really where it starts for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think over the years, just playing with so many incredible artists, you know, um, May Early Wine and Rachel Davis and Tunde Lanaran this year and... Um, I don't know, so many people I could I could go on and on, but um, just people who are huge inspirations and that I've been able to share the stage with. So it's it's been incredible. And I have the honor of closing out the first set usually. So I kind of come out with a with a belter and yeah. <laughs> shut it down and come back. So I, I love I love doing that. And, and I don't sing backing vocals very often. And it's a really I love singing in harmony. So to me with uh, Jen Siget, we're sort of the, the background vocal uh, crew and to work together and figure out those harmonies and, and add that color is, is very is very exciting. Have you kept in touch with many of the new people that you've met along the way that joined you on background vocals? I know Jen is kind of yeah. a, a constant part of that. Yeah, some somewhat. I, I I need to do a better job of that. I tend to kind of um, be like in and out, <laughs> but I, I'm working on it. And yeah, I've, I've made a lot of good good friends along the years. Yeah, it's a great show. I enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. What about understory shows in the past that were standouts for you? That you're just, yeah. Like great memories. Oh yeah, I think uh, the one that jumps out of my mind is opening for Warren Treaty or yeah Warren Treaty Ooh. in at Oda Supply. Wow. Um, and I had heard their music before, but I had never seen them live at, at the time. And just to watch them perform and the emotion that they brought and the it's a spiritual rhythm. experience oh, almost. My, yeah, it truly was. Yeah. It truly was. So I, yeah, that that was a huge highlight. Um, playing with Lindsay Lou and the Flatbellies, mm. we we did another opening spot at um, Otis for that, and um, the main stage at Ann Arbor Summer Festival. That was that was very I exciting. Bet. <laughs> bet. Well, you've mentioned all three of the Sweetwater Warblers. They need to have you open a show for them. Yes, now. hey, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fine. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> so um, no exact timeline. Just sometime in the next twelve months, we yes. will have a release. Yes. Yes. Do you have plans for like physical CDs, vinyl, or just digital only, or what are you, you know, thinking? I don't know yet. I think um, I probably will make some CDs um, because I like having a physical item. I'm very Thank physical. <laughs> Thank you for being in that world with me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I often buy CDs from people, and I don't play them because I don't really have a CD player. I just you know pull their music on somewhere. But I like having a thing to hold and yeah. look at. So I remember back in the day, like, you know, reading all the liner notes and following along. I miss that. I miss that, too. I warned some of the artists, and it's just me. I mean, there's a lot of other people who don't care, but I grew up in the vinyl age, you know, 70s and 80s and all that. And reading the liner notes and having that available to look at was very important to me. The tactile, physical thing. If I have a digital copy of your album, that's all? Yeah. I'll probably forget I have it. Yeah, right, right. Probably don't ever play it because I don't remember it's in that hard drive full of other albums that I forgot I had. Yeah. So I mean, just an observation. Mm-hmm. I know I know it's easier. It's less, you know, this is this environmentally friendly? No, mm-hmm. not really. It might break down. But yeah. on the other hand, <laughs> you're trying to make a statement. You're trying to stand out. If you're at a show right. and somebody's seeing you for the first time, you want to send them home with something, right? Yeah, so absolutely. this is this is a calling card, a business card. Even Brian, Brian Vanderark of the Verve Pipe has referred to them as kind of business cards. Oh, They're yeah. expensive business cards. <laughs> that's, that's true. Because yeah. <laughs> you hand them out and people remember, oh, yeah, I saw Brian. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, looking forward to that. What kind of like... What kind of time do you actually get to work on music in general during yeah. your, your normal week? Because um, you're like, I got three hours a day set aside. Yeah. <laughs> um, it actually, I have I have some more time now, which is great. Um, I my so I used 
part of the band used to be my ex-husband, um, Matt, and uh, we're now divorced and co-parenting and getting along beautifully and everything's amazing. Um, Glad to hear it's amicable. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very good. And and he was very gracious in giving me the blessing to continue using the name The Understory, which um, means a lot to me. And uh, so anyway, long story short, um, we, we share custody of our kids and so i have uh i have some time <laughs> there you go yes <laughs> not every day they're here being mom i need <laughs> right i yeah. need to ride I need right whatever, yeah. so when they're with me it's full-on total intense you know 100 percent, and then and then i get some time for my my stuff well thank you for allowing me to be part of yeah. that stuff yeah getting to meet bowie your dog yes. who's been relatively quiet <laughs> she has yes she's doing good <laughs> Does that mean there's a Bowie cover? Not that I want you to do one, but do you do a Bowie cover? Um, God, not not for this one, but I love I love David Bowie. Uh, one time I did a mashup for a kids show of uh, Space Oddity and I Don't Want to Live on the Moon, which is a Sesame <laughs> Street Ernie's song. Yeah. Chris Dupont does that one actually. Yeah. So that was that was that's fun. pretty fun. Space Oddity, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gene, I think changes for all the things you've been through in the last decade yeah. would be the song you should cover. That's a good one. Just a yeah. thought. Yeah. All right. The, th- the show, once again, February 13th at the Ark. Full band show. We mentioned the mm-hmm. band. It's a pretty amazing lineup. Uh, Jenny Jones, Brandon Andes, John Brown, TJ Zindel, Joseph, Joseph, how does he say his last name? Joseph Diaz. Joseph. Thank mm-hmm. you. I said it wrong. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Uh, no Antoine Stanley this time, but that's okay. We've got yeah. another powerful vocalist right there. <laughs> uh, I encourage you to get your tickets before this one sells out on a Monday night, because it yeah. probably will. And one more song to get people there. What would you like to close out with? Can you or no? Um, yeah, sure. You don't have to because um, you were you were on the fence about four. I was on the fence about four. This um, is your chance to say no. <laughs> Let's see. I think um, I think I'm gonna I think I'm not gonna do a fourth one. That's I'm just, fine with me. Yeah. I appreciate that you've invited me to to experience this up close and personal. Uh, we actually used your recording equipment yeah. and all that. So thank you very much. Thanks to Grove Studios again for what they do for this podcast, letting me host it on their YouTube page uh, and for all the support that they've given me over the years. Uh, again, if you're looking for a place, if you're a band or a musician or even a DJ, podcaster, all those things, 24-7 operation, you can get a keypad code from paying your minimal fee to get in there. Awesome. And it's a, it's a fantastic space. So look out for the Grove Studios in Ypsilanti and... Look out for Jess Merritt at the Ark. Yeah. Yeah, come uh, it's Monday, 2.13, February 13th, as John mentioned. Um, it is my 40th birthday, so it's kind of a musical memoir and 40th birthday celebration. So um, come for a bunch of covers that I love, uh, some original tunes and some stories. Our present is your is our presence, right? <laughs> yeah. It's hard to say. Yes. Our present <laughs> is our presence. There we go. <laughs> All right. Another wrapped up acoustic alternatives. There are more planned. Uh, nothing I can say specifically yet, but uh, thanks for supporting me on this. If you <laughs> if you know anybody that wants to be a sponsor, please let me know. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> Thank you, John. This has been great. <laughs>